Chief Legal Analyst Aaron Solomon from Esquire Digital is here to give us his spin on WNBA star Brittany Geiner, uh, detainment in Russia. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Charlotte. Thanks for having me on the show. To begin with, uh, give us a little bit of an update of the uh, Brittany Geiner situation. The whole thing was really strange because we didn't find out about it for weeks. So what we know, at least factually at this point, that happened is that Brittany Griner was outside of Russia for a FIBA, FIBA, which is the International Basketball Federation, World Cup qualifying tournament. And the reason she was entering back into Russia is because for the last seven seasons, she's played for a team in the Russian top league called Yekaterinburg, that's the name of the city, in the Ural Mountains. And she was basically reporting back to her club team. You know, there's obvious reasons that we can discuss why WNBA players have to play in places like Russia and China and Turkey. But she was coming back into Russia, and we are told, and I think we should take this not with a grain but a pillar of salt, that she had enough vape cartridges and quote-unquote hashish oil to have it be considered a trafficking offense. So she was detained by Russian customs authorities, and really nobody was told for weeks, certainly not the international media. So as it stands now, a new date has been put forward for Brittany Griner to get in front of a judge. That's May 19th. I don't believe that date's going to happen or come close to it. And she is, according to TASS, the Russian news agency, which, again, we should probably not believe, sitting in a cell with two Russian people who are uh, first-time offenders and helping her translate, because even though Brittany has been in Russia for seven years, she has elementary Russian at best. So she's basically being detained for a trafficking-level drug charge in Russia as a Russian basketball player. Do you think she was singled out because she's a woman and uh, LGBTQ? So, yes and no. And I'll give you the reason for the yes and no. So the fact that she's black, LGBTQ, didn't help. But the reality is, knowing that Russia was about to start an invasion of Ukraine, if Russia looked around and said, who is the highest profile international athlete we have in the country? Well, the number one sports league in Russia is the KHL. It's the Men's Continental Hockey League. But if you look at American players in the KHL, none are super high level because all of the high level players around the world, including Russians, play in the National Hockey League. So if Russia looked around and said, what is the absolute highest profile athlete we can capture? Uh, Brittany Griner would be right up there, probably at number one. So I think that knowing that she was leaving the country, knowing they would have a chance to detain her at the airport when she came back in, either with planted, fictitious, or perhaps materials that she had herself, uh, was probably the reason that they decided to pick her. It didn't help who she was. How do you think this situation will move forward? First of all, extremely slowly. The reason being is because, look, one of two things happened. Either Brittany Griner fell into the trap that a lot of American athletes do when they play part of the year overseas. And what I mean by that is she might have had some things in her possession that she knew was illegal. And I'm not talking about, like, trafficking quantities of anything. But maybe a vape pen, but figured she wouldn't get caught. Or she was held and is being detained as a political pawn, or some combination of the two. By the way, my own personal opinion is she probably had something she shouldn't have had, 
but it's probably 10% that and 90% that she was an excellent pawn. So the way that I believe it's going to play out is extremely slowly. Russia now has somebody in their possession who is an excellent political prisoner because the United States wants to know about her and would eventually like to have Brittany Griner back. So that's good if you're Russia. It's bad if you're Brittany Griner or the United States or her family or her wife or anybody else. What do you think will happen with this situation? I don't believe that Brittany Griner is going to be spending years in Russian detention because if you think about it from the kind of the politic perspective, right, if we're looking at this only through the lens of power politics, that's not what you do with political prisoners. You don't kind of let them, you know, sit around for too long. They're not fresh after a while. But at this point, Russia doesn't really have anything they need to trade for. If Russia thinks that you're going to trade a Brittany Griner for the release of economic sanctions, they're sadly delusional. So the whole point is you take a Brittany Griner in exchange for somebody that the United States or one of the U.S.'s allies picks up that you'd like to do an even trade, or maybe Brittany Griner is such a great prisoner that it's a one for two or one for three or one for many trade. But again, there's no way that this ends up self-resolving in two, four, or six months because you can't see the situation kind of evolving that quickly. So what I'd like to see happen with this situation is that Brittany Griner gets to come home. All of the other U.S. athletes who are in Russia, as I said, because they have to be, because they can't earn enough of a living in their own league, the WNBA, which is an entirely different issue, uh, have left the country. So really, at this point, Russia has one high-level, all-star Olympic athlete in their possession, and that's where we are. Do you think that our country is handling this case properly? No. I think that the United States is doing a horrible job handling this case. But in some ways, I believe that that's not within their control. And I'll kind of specify from a legal lens. The U.S. has no leverage at this point, right? The U.S. is putting sanctions out against Russia. Russia's not happy about that. While there are probably some open diplomatic back channels, the tensions between the two countries are remarkably high. So it's not like the U.S. can approach this from a position of power, which is what the U.S. does exceptionally well. That said, the U.S. and the U.S. media has done a poor job of putting and keeping this in the public spotlight. Like, I like to tell people all the time, imagine if this was Kyrie Irving. Imagine if this was Kevin Garnett, a big-time NBA player. This would have been front-page news, and in fact, Last week, Hillary Clinton did the hashtag Free Britney, which was meant to kind of mimic what was happening with the Britney Spears Free Britney movement, obviously with a different spelling of the first name. And until Hillary Clinton did this, a lot of people had never heard that Britney Griner had been detained. So I think that both the U.S. government and, by extension, U.S. media have done a poor job getting and keeping this in the spotlight. It's one of these things that's going to die down much quicker than it should because of who Britney Griner is. Is there a question you wish people would ask you? Yeah, that's a great question, because I do a lot of interviews on areas where the law intersects with other things. Often it's sports, politics, and I also kind of speak to and for, I think, a wide audience. I mean, if you look at the, the kind of interviews that I do along the political spectrum, they really are all over the political spectrum. I'm also someone who's kind of lived all over the world. I've traveled about 3 million miles. I've lived in places like Beijing and Stockholm. I recently spent three years in Berlin. So I think the long answer to your short question is I wish that people would ask me the kinds of questions that people aren't asking about the issues that I cover. 
So I love the fact that you asked about, you know, is Brittany Griner the person who got detained because of, you know, who she is as a person and the, the choices that she makes and her own personal orientations? And that's an easy question for people to ask in the media because of who Brittany Griner is, and it's a good question to ask. But I think that what I haven't read in the media about this issue is, you know, was Russia actually taking the highest level athlete they could possibly find in or entering Russia at that point? Because I think a lot of people assume that there's tons of international athletes in Russia. But right now there aren't. So Brittany Griner is in no way Russia's first choice for a political prisoner. Trust me, they would have been much happier with Kyrie Irving. But they got what they got, and now they're trying to figure out how much leverage they can get with this athlete. So I really think it's good for people to ask those questions when they're looking at media stories, they're listening to podcasts, that they don't hear a lot. I think that there's a lot of truth that can be discovered in that. Do you have a favorite quote or mantra to get you through these challenging times? I do, and I'm going to tell you the quote, and then I'm going to explain why, because it's going to sound like a very gendered quote, uh, but I don't take it for that kind of meaning. So the quote comes from the movie The Big Lebowski. It's probably my favorite movie ever. I've not only seen Big Lebowski literally hundreds of times, I've won multiple like public trivia contests on Big Lebowski. And the most famous quote is The Dude Abides. But it's a quote that's really misinterpreted, because The Dude Abide has nothing to mean with the dude itself, and nothing to actually mean with abiding. The quote, the dude abides, means that, you know, life is going to keep going on. And it's easy today to get caught in this endless loop of doom scrolling on social media. I'm not saying that I don't doom scroll. Of course that I do. But this whole notion of the dude abiding, meaning we can't worry that much. Like, we have to understand that life is going to go on if we're lucky enough to not be like on the front lines of Ukraine at the moment, right? We can do what we need to do, and we can contribute in areas that we should contribute. We should use our talents to make the world a better place. But getting caught in an endless cycle of worry where we're paralyzed by fear is the exact opposite of what the dude abide means. 